Blog Talk Radio. It's crazy, you know. I mean, just to 
<clears throat> just put a cap on it. I'm sitting there waiting for my uh, booster. And a young girl about maybe 19, 20 years old, she's getting a shot for the first time because she was in the window in front of me before she went over to the area to get shots at. And after a while, she she got so nervous, she just left. Oh, uh, she chickened out. She huh? chickened out and left. And then two other guys in there were talking, and one day one guy was saying, oh, this is like the people was getting ready. Well, I'm just getting mine because of protocol. Cause my job wouldn't be good. Otherwise, I wouldn't have got it. It's just so much conversation. Hmm. So, so, so much conversation. What? I mean, everybody wow. was in there with a different, different view of either scared or whatever. And and I'm sitting there as a person whose mother passed away from COVID nineteen. So I'm saying hmm. myself, y'all motherfuckers is crazy. That's my opinion. You know what I mean? I guess I gotta lock my opinion on how I feel. You know, because it's almost like. It's almost like politics, man, or racism. It's like you got to either whisper or don't say it too loud or people don't, you know, or mind your business. Uh, you know, what do you think? Uh, what's your views on this whole COVID thing, uh, vaccination thing? I'm I'm at a loss for people who work around people, like people in a customer service type position hmm. where you're around people, handling people. All day. All day like at least five to six days a week. I don't understand those people who still resist getting the vaccine. I don't know, you know, my I was trying to come up with some kind of theory that would make sense in my head. And at this point, right. I, my, my theory is I guess they're waiting to see if all of us who've been vaccinated are going to suddenly drop dead or grow a third, second head or a third arm or something crazy before mm. they finally go ahead and do it. Because there's nothing else I can come up with that make any sense. If 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 there's if you can see for yourself that people are dying mm. due to lack of protection from this airborne virus, why would you not get the required or the uh you know the what's been offered to you? to help protect you, especially the people who work with people all the time. I, I just don't get it. And especially people in the medical industry. How are you in the medical field and you sit up there talking about, I'm not getting a vaccine? You work around it. You see what's happening firsthand. I, I just don't get it. I really don't. So that, that I guess that's my perspective on it. What you say, Kel? Um, I, I think um, the combination of both. Um, you know what Papa Didi said about what people were saying. I think they were just talking out loud to themselves and trying to bring down the fear that they have of the unknown. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. um, for me, for a long time, I I didn't get the flu shot. To be honest. I finally got mm-hmm. it because one, my age, two, okay, my doctor suggested it, and I asked a lot of questions about it. I thought it was like a quote unquote, I hate to say it, but a, a white man's, you know, uh, disease or whatever. Mm-hmm. I had misconceptions on it, so I think if the more we get educated about what's going on, the better people may understand why we need this to survive. I think it's, it's a Survival of the fittest is something that we need. It's just like food, water, shelter. We need those things. And this is what we need to 
continue on, you know, whatever, you know. Um, it, it, it's just crazy. Like you say, it doesn't make any sense. Just get the damn shot and just move on with life. I think we are so focused on that one thing that, um, oh, I got rights. I got this. I got that. It's not like the government's trying to take over your body. It's just a fucking shot. <laughs> just take it. Yeah. So, I, I think with all the misinformation that people had out there online where people were saying things like, you know, you would become infertile if you got the vaccine. Uh, and who was it, Cardi B's cousin or something who said his ball swole up and all this old crazy stuff. You know, it's like if you believe all of the stuff that people post online that has no validity, that you can't prove, but people believe it. You know, and once you start, anybody, like you said, Kettle, when you have fear as a basis, they're looking for anything they can hang on to to say, this is my justification. To, you know, not to have to admit to fear. They'd rather say, oh, well, you know what? I, I did my research. That's the thing they say. I did my research, and their research means something you saw on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook. You know, that was their research. And they found out, you know, that you might end up growing a tail like a dog or something crazy they found online. And they just wow. that's their justification for saying, so therefore, I'm not going to get this right. shot. Right. Yeah. It's just too much. So. Yeah. So I think you're mm-hmm. right. It really boils down to fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. And not wanting to admit fear, so they look for something to justify the fear to say, hey, I did my research, and I found out mm-hmm. this and that, so that's why I'm not getting it. Hey, so, I, don't, I, mean, I, don't like, I don't like shots. I don't like the sight of blood, but, hey, it is what it is. You got to suck it up and just, just get the damn thing. Like I said, it's, yeah. it's a lot of things that, that we don't want to do in life, but um, this is one important thing. If you want to continue, I guess, you know, uh, your generation or continue your existence on this earth, that's just, just one thing that you have to suck up and you have to do. That's how I feel, you know. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our top of the top of the hour topic. Uh, let's get into the rundown. And uh, we'll give you the list of what we're going to cover tonight, and then we're going to get into it. Because it's Friday night at the pajama party. PJs right. only. I hope y'all are in your PJs listening. Mm-hmm. Chilling out. <laughs> Favorite cocktail. I got a nice red wine tonight. So. Anyway. I bet you do. <laughs> y'all ready? <laughs> a bonus wine to you. All right. Oh, what you got for us tonight, Kel? All right. No, Papa got the brown. I got something special for you later, uh, Papa. Um. Our hot topics tonight, uh huh. Georgia Republicans purge black Dems, Democrats from county election board. Also, no plans to uh, send more troops to Ukraine. And feds bust dozens in modern day slavery operation. Wow. Oh boy. Our hidden quitted headlines. Tourists run for cover. Also, New Zealand's plan to end smoking. Also, hundreds of black women in Georgia will get $850 per month. 
Um, also, U.S. diplomat boycott of the 2022 Beijing Olympics. And Italy finds Amazon $1.3 billion, with a B, billion dollars. A cocktail of the week. I got a surprise for Papa. What's Papa with Papa Didi? Our weird news. Of course, we have to lighten it up. Okay. Y'all play too much. Y'all give me the sex toy one, huh? Sex toy sponsorship was too racy for curling crowds. Also, a woman caught trying to uh, breastfeed her hairless cat on a flight. And over 40 camels disqualified from the Saudi beauty contest. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just saying with red wine, what were you thinking? Living for the city with Papa Didi. My Hollywood wrap-up, I got quite a bit tonight. I, the kids are list and the last word. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with a hot topic. Looking for a new cocktail to serve at your next dinner party? Trying to figure out what pairs well with your main entree? then you need to visit the Cocktail of the Week archive at apajamaparty.com. We've got a list of all the cocktails we've featured on previous Pajama Party shows with recipes and pictures of the drinks. And believe me, we've had some good ones. And while you're on the website, visit the archives for previous shows. Just click on any date and you can hear the shows again and again. We've got you covered at apajamaparty.com. And tell a friend. They'll thank you. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One of your Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling, darling, darling. All right, it's time for the hot topics. Hot, 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 hot. Fire it up, Kettle. What's going on? I see. Hot off the press. Let me see if I can get this article right here. So Georgia Republicans purge black Democrats from county election boards. What's up with that picture? Here we go again. This is in Griffin, Georgia. Uh, Protesters found the meeting room of the Spalding County Board of Elections. This was back in October. Upset that the board had disallowed early voting on Sunday for this November 2nd uh, municipal election. So a year ago, Sunday voting had been instrumental in boosting turnabout for black voters. So I guess, you know, people were going to vote after church or before church or whatever. So here's another ploy. Um, but this was an entirely different five-member board um, than had overseen the last election. So the Democrat majority of three black women was gone. So was the black election supervisor. What? So now a a faction of three white Republicans controls the board, thanks to a bill passed by the three uh, Republican-led Georgia legislative earlier this year. Wow. The Spalding Board's new chairman has um, endorsed former President Donald Trump's false stolen election claims on social media. So the panel um, in Spalding, a rural patch south of, of Atlanta, is one of six uh, counties um, boards that Republicans have quietly reorganized in recent months through similar county-specific state uh, uh, legislation. 
So the changes expanded the party's power over choosing members of local election boards ahead of the crucial midterm. This is for the congressional um, election in um, 2022. So the Georgia restructuring are part of a national Republican effort to expand control over elected administration, as we know. Um, so Republican-led states such as Florida, Texas, Arizona have enacted new curbs on voter access this year. So backers of Trump's false stolen election claims are running campaigns for Secretary of State the top election officials in battleground states. Okay, so it goes on to say the county board um, restructuring and statewide voting restrictions, Democrats and voting rights groups say, uh, represents the most sweeping changes in decades to Georgia's electoral system. Wow. So until 2013, Georgia elections operated under federal oversight to ensure far uh, fair participation for black voters Excuse me, in this once segregated southern state. So Democrats say Republicans are trying to expand their control over election administration functions that should be um, uh, nonpartisan. So, okay, so y'all starting this rhetoric shiggity again. Here we go. But that's what they do. Yeah, I mean, they can't play fair. They always have to cheat. This shit pisses me off. It's like, you know, I, and, I, and I see why the Abrams, she stays, she has to stay on her A game. Is y'all just coming mm-hmm. up with some bullshit again? <laughs> you know, here we go again. Yeah. Even though, to, to me, Donald Trump is not uh, per se president, his rhetoric and, you know, bullshit just keeps continuing to, to creep in, you know. They follow what he, they do. So... Oh, Come on, Papa, break it down. I know you got something to say. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Uh, you, you're exactly right. They're, they're trying to, between all the the gerrymandering and everything else they're doing around the world, they're just trying to set it up so when an election happens, they just win automatically because they know we're going to walk away. They know we're going to walk away without a fight because that's, that's right. who we are. And because even, like, let's say, for example, that the the, the, the um, election was close in Virginia, mm-hmm. but the guy mm-hmm. Yelkin and uh, yeah, and the other guy, the now let's say it was close in favor of the Democrats and it was like 300 votes, Yelkin would have never, he wouldn't have walked away like the other guy did. They just, all of them are going to fight and get a recount all the time now because Trump has set the trend to say, be aggressive and you'll win. I mean, because you got to figure right. that an election is just something you get elected to do. All you got to do is get mm-hmm. enough votes to get a job. There's no right. interview involved. There's no, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's right. nothing but right. it, it, then the perks that you get. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You get a driver, yeah. staff, money, office, prestige, the best medical coverage. I mean, this mm-hmm. is just being a damn congressperson. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's just uh, it's, it's something else. And it, and some of these poor white trash jokers that are Congress people now, man, boy, before they came Congress jokers, they were just they was in the street. I mean, what, yeah, what was yeah. whatever they were doing? What was that girl? That lady? What's her name? Green? Oh, Marjorie. What was she doing before she became a Congress person? And how the hell did she, she get that job? She was running around promoting QAnon. Right. How do you yeah. get a job yeah. like that so fast? Right. Shit. In that case, Martin Luther King should have been a fucker congressman. For sure. Mm. 
But see, but see, my thing is, you know, I don't know. We need to put things in place, laws in place, that maybe you should be something before you get to that point. Not just us electing you in, because like you just said, Pop, there's so many perks to it. And oh it's, my it's, God! It's, it's just a crazy, like a crazy person, like the lady you talk about, Green. How can yeah. you put somebody in office that 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 talks like that? That's great. Um, things guns. that you believe in. Now staffers, staffers are carrying guns. This person here just happened to get caught because they waving their hands now at the police. Right. You know, they yeah. All right, Joe, go ahead through, Joe. Go ahead through. Then all of a sudden, look and say, damn, was that a gun? You know, and it's like, I'm telling you. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Somebody shoots somebody in that Capitol on Dan. Yeah. Somebody shoot back, and it's yeah. congressperson on congressperson shooting a gun at each other. It's going to, yeah. I mean, it's heading to that. Because these people are slap-happy right. crazy. But what pisses me off is if we try to do something like that, we'd be underneath the damn White House or oh, uh, Capitol. <laughs> they ain't got what's so fast. It's, it's, it's crazy. Well, our next topic uh, has to do with the whole uh, Ukraine situation. You know, uh, Biden says he don't plan to send nobody out there. Oh, boy. Cause we just can't be sending people out just because we can, because it's not even like that. So President Joe Biden on Wednesday, uh, he insisted that uh, sending U.S. troops to Ukraine to fend off any uh, Russian invasions is not even on the table, but still promises a strong American response to whatever Russian uh, president, that what's his name, that uh, Vladimir Putin. Oh. In, in such a mill, whatever he died, what did he, whatever he decides to do, we're gonna stay on notice for that. So, and he said, I make it very clear that uh, if in fact he invades Ukraine, there will be severe consequences. Biden said, but he wants to handle it more diplomatic than than physically or boots on the ground. You know, tensions between Russia and Western nations have uh, risen in recent months as Russian military forces have uh, massed among the Ukraine border. Ukrainian military officials say that they expect a military invasion in their country as early as next month. Wow! So Biden said that he was uh, he was po- he was uh, polite but clear in his message to uh, Putin that such military aggression is really unacceptable and we should try to keep things as they are. So anyway, so the Russian official said in a statement that uh, after Tuesday's call of, that NATO had been making dangerous attempts to expand its presence in the Ukraine territory and that their military actions are simply in response to what the Russians are doing. So the Russians are saying, you guys are building up as well. So mm. so it's, it's really deep. We have to wait and see what happens, you know. Wait, how are you going to say that it's in response for what they're doing and they say they're doing it in response to what you're doing? Because everybody's blaming each other. Ain't nobody, uh, you know. But somebody had to have made the first move. I guess that's too logical. Okay. I'll stand down. Yeah, anybody keeping track of that? Mm-hmm. Well, I hope this isn't going to become an incident. Because I think Putin is just waiting for a reason to yeah, basically because, show off. Because America's so yeah. jacked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like basically saying, just give me a reason. Just give me a reason so I can do my thing. And get my get my stuff off, you know. Well, 
Okay. I'll keep it moving. Uh, going back to uh, Georgia, I think yeah, Kettle was talking about Georgia. Georgia is off the chain. There's so much going on in Georgia. This one is about the feds bust dozens in a modern-day slavery operation in the farms down in Georgia. Uh, after three years and the efforts of a multi-agency organization, dozens, dozens of victims of human trafficking are finally free from the fetters of modern-day slavery on South Georgia farms. Uh, over 100 victims were smuggled from Mexico, Guatemala, and Honduras and brought to the farms where they were imprisoned under inhumane and brutal conditions and forced to work for little to no money. At least two of these workers have died, and one was allegedly repeatedly raped. The indictment is dubbed Operation Blooming Onion, and a spokesperson from the U.S. Attorney's Office from the Southern District of Georgia said it might be one of the largest ever human trafficking and visa fraud investigations in the entire country. And they put together a 54-page report that was recently unsealed, uh, the indictment, that is, where the workers said they were often required to dig for onions with their bare hands and they were paid 20 cents for an entire bucket of onions that they harvested with their bare hands. I guess that's why they called it Operation Blooming Onion. But digging for onions with their hand, and they were paid 20 cents a bucket, and they were threatened at gunpoint, and they were held in fenced-in work camps that were cramped and unsanitary, given little to no food, limited plumbing, plumbing, unsafe water. I mean, this, like like they said, this is basically slavery all over again with a different group of people. Instead of bringing people from Africa, now they brought them from South America and Mexico. So they had two dozen people that were accused members and associated with the Patricio crime ring, and they're facing a variety of felony charges. Uh, the alleged scheme netted over $200 million dollars laundering the funds through cash purchases of home, lands, vehicles, businesses, cashiers, checks, funneling money through casinos. I mean, they they were doing so much stuff all on the backs of these people who they smuggled in and then forced them at gunpoint to do this type of um cheap to free labor. I mean, 20 cents a bucket digging by hand, you might as well just call that free. What you going to do? With that? I mean, come on. And this, again, like I said, this is all happening in the south, southern part of Georgia. So they said one of the charges was um, mail fraud, international forced labor trafficking, money laundering. They had a whole list of crimes that they're trying to get these folks for. So the Homeland Secretary uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, was involved, and he said that, um, you know, they, they're they not going to stand for the exploitation of of people like this. So I, I, I'm just waiting to see what they're going to do about it. You've got all these people. You, you Now you know, because they said this has been three years and multiple agencies trying to crack down. So, okay, now what? What you going to do? So that's what I'm wondering. 
Because these people have been, like, gone through the ringer. And whoever it was that's been raped repeatedly, this poor woman will never be the same. But you know what Lisa, makes it what I'm hearing? Go ahead, Pamela. Mm-hmm. No, so you said this, this happened in some jails or this is? No, this was on farms in the southern part of Georgia. Gotcha. Man, Georgia's it's rough, man. Let me tell you, I, 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 my mom always said it's still the south. Yeah. No matter who yeah. think about, yeah, I think I'm moved down to Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta is almost like the, you know, foodies. Yeah. All that is is just the epicenter of, <laughs> you know, <laughs> of, you know, of already existing situation. But right. meantime, if that's where the most blacks have uh, have have generated or gyrated to, that that still don't make it right. I mean, because that boy was killed in Georgia, right? So. Which Aubrey, one? Aubrey. Oh yeah. He was killed in mm-hmm. Georgia. Run down the street. Them jokers driving their pickup trucks with shotguns in the in, in the cab. Like, yeah. Man, mess. Mm. I, I tell you, I just couldn't. I couldn't even live like that. I, I tell you, I won't put my big toe past D.C. I'm, I'm a northern mm. person, and if I got to go out west, maybe you know that's cool, or even to the Midwest. But I damn sure ain't going to the South. I hear I'll go to Chicago, L.A. I won't fuck with St. Louis or Missouri, because that's racist shit, too. But um, yeah. And up north, too. You know, messing around with Boston and all that stuff up there. Oh, yeah, that's a whole nother vibe. That's a whole nother racial move. <laughs> shit, the only safe place that's you can do. That's a whole nother The only safe world. place, really, is the DMV area, in my opinion. It's be you know, not... in the middle. In the middle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm telling you. There's stuff going on in Georgia, you know, between them... Trying to trying to jack up the voting situation. Oh, they just trying to, you know. And, and then they got the slavery thing going on on the farms. I'm like, come on, George. I mean, you know, the biggest thing too is that I, I don't know. We've been Shanghai for so much, for so long. Like I always say, you know, we was raised so well that we become so passive, and sometimes we have to really give in and, and and show a little bit of who we are, and speak up a little stronger, you know. But it seems like whenever Whenever black folks have to be, they they come in contact with white folks. They put on kid gloves, you know, handle them different and shit like that. And but ain't nobody handling us different in no place. I mean, I can go out to four different department stores, and I come home with a story every time. <laughs> every time somebody done said or done some crap that's like wow, and I'm like man, I can't believe they done that. Or you know, or, you just gotta watch yourself. You know, like today when I got my booster shot. Man, I, the, the young lady behind the counter, you know, and this was a, a black woman of color, I had to keep getting her straight. I couldn't get a straight answer out of her for anything. Like I said, well, you're going to charge my insurance? Well, that's what the hell you mean, well? It's a fucking yes or no question. And how many people have insurance cards have you taken? You ain't got it memorized by now whether or not you charging people? You know, well, we're not charging you. We'll charge the insurance company. But when you charge my insurance company, you are charging me. Because you're charging too much, they're going to ask me what the hell am I doing if the card is in my wallet. So, I mean, she was a fucking idiot. Excuse the expression. Anyway, let's move on. (laughs) Excuse the expression. I mean, thank God she wasn't the one to put the needle in my arm. I mean, but she's the one doing all the, you know, taking the paperwork and everything and can't even give you honest answers. 
I said, now you can give me Pfizer. I asked her, Kettle, I asked her, uh, I said, my last two shots was Pfizer. Do you, are you, am I going to get Pfizer? Well, we offer Pfizer, and I said, I, I wanted to say, bitch, I didn't ask you that. I asked you, are you going to give me Pfizer? I didn't say a fucking thing about Moderna or, or Johnson & Johnson. Get it out of your mouth. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, and I, I'm not trying to be rude or crude. Damn. Right. Uh, I'm just saying. All right. So Woo. All right. Anyway, I'm leaving that alone. All right. You, you guys want to hit us up tonight, 914-803-4306, and press 1, because we got some hot stuff here going on. <laughs> Blew my mind. All right. Uh, are we ready to hit them and quit them? Uh, let's take a little CC. Uh, Papa need to regroup. Go get some more ice. <laughs> okay. Oh, All right. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're coming back with the hit them and quit them. Hit, did I say that right? Hit them and quit them headline on the Pajama Party Show. It's the Friday night adult talk show, The Pajama Party, on Blog Talk Radio, produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment. Visit us online at www.apajamaparty.com. Click the banner and you can join us online or call us right now at 914-803-4306. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and call us now, 914-803-4306, and tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved up front just for you at the Pajama Party. And remember, it's PJs only, no clothes allowed. Pass it on. Now let's get back to the Pajama Party crew and more of the Pajama Party. That better not be my robe. Hi, welcome back to John Party. One of your hosts, uh, Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. Red wine. Bonsoir, darling, darling, darling. All right. It's time to hit them and quit them. We got the headlines for you for this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. We're going to hit them and quit them. Um, pew, 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 pew. Sounds good. <laughs> well, this is some crazy stuff here. Uh, in Cancun, Mexico, going down, way down, uh, tourists had to run for cover. Um, a group of jet skiers stormed a beach and opened fire at a resort what? in Cancun, Mexico. What the hell is going on? You can't even take a vacation. Um, while tourists were sent scrambling for cover, authorities said nobody appeared to be injured. It's enough gunfire, so what the hell is going on? Lucio Hernandez, um, the chief of police of the coastal state of uh, Quintana Rue, so the attack was apparently pulled up to the beach on jet skis and opened fire at a beach in Cancun's hotel zone. What the heck? Uh, he goes on to say um, they said that jet skis had been found and seized. One witness um, to the attack, uh, tours from Maine, here we go, said two or three gunmen appeared to be shooting into the air with pistols, not at the beach. He goes on to say um, there were two guys and maybe even a third who came in on jet skis. Wow, it sounded like something out of a movie. And what Mm. I saw was then shooting up into the sky. I did not see any shots coming in uh, towards the shoreline. Um, So the shooting is the latest in a a string of violent um, incidents on the resort 
uh, studied coast and came in the same week that a special um, ballot ballot of National Guard troops were assigned to um, protect the area. Um, Mexican Marines uh, with bulletproof vests, helmets, and assault rifles were seen patrolling Cancun's tourist crowded beaches following the Tuesday shooting. Wow. That's crazy. I tell you what. Crazy. I tell you what. Take a break. If I was on them beaches yeah. with them guys, if they came in shooting in the air and I was on them beaches, I would have went back to my damn room and I would have had my suitcase packed in one hand and yep. Southwest Airline would have been in the other hand on my phone. I'd have been getting the hell out of there. Right. Ain't no damn. Right. Oh, oh, yesterday they were shooting. No, no, yeah. yeah. I would say that. I would say that while I'm sitting at BWI Airport. <laughs> yeah, right. boy, yesterday in Cancun, them motherfuckers were going yep. crazy. Yeah, yep. while I'm getting off the airplane. You know, but they, yeah, I think yeah, I agree. Like, I wouldn't give them another chance. They they were saying that it was a clash between rival groups of drug dealers on a beach. I was like, okay, wow. Like I said, something out of uh, out of a movie book. Just crazy, you know. Yeah, Sound like I uh, look at it like it's some kind of sport. I'd be crazy. gone. I'd be packed up. I'd be gone. Okay, man. Nope. You're going to get me the quitter. Tony Montana still lies, baby. <laughs> I hear you. Over to you, Papa D. Well, this is uh, concerned New New Zealand. They're playing the end smoking over there. Wow. Lifetime ban for today's youth. Uh, this is in Wellington, New Zealand. Governments believe that it's come up with a unique plan to end tobacco smoking. A lifetime ban for those who are 14 and younger. Under the new law that the government announced Thursday, the plan to uh, pass next year, the MMAs to buy cigarettes would raise year after year, keeping them out of legal reach for today's youth, even as they get older. Damn. Mm. That's deep. <laughs> they going in. <laughs> How old are you? 19? You got to be 20. How old are you? 20? You got to be 21. <laughs> this means that at least... This means that at least in theory, 65 years after the law took effect, cigarettes could be legally purchased only by those who could prove that they're at least 80 years old. Wow. What the hell want a damn cigarette at 80? What? Are you kidding me? In practice, officials hope smoking will fade away decades before that indeed happens. So the plan sets a goal of having fewer than 5% of New Zealand smoking by 2025, okay? Other parts of the plan include allowing the safe uh, sale only of tobacco products with very low nicotine levels and slashing the number of stores that can actually sell it. The changes uh, would be brought over over time and to help uh, to uh, retail adjustments. And also in an interview with the Associated Press, New Zealand Associated Health Minister Dr. Uh, Ozzy Fallon, who is uh, spearheading the plan, said her work uh, at a public hospital in Wellington involves telling several smokers that they they had developed a, a type of a lung cancer. Oh. So she said that scares them away as well. She says her goal is to uh, to knock down you know smoking in New Zealand to at least below ten percent of the people. And the way they're scaring jokers and stuff, they doing it must be working. Mm. Also, they're putting big tax increases on cigarettes in New Zealand as oh, well. Oh, that'll so, do it. All kinds of stuff is going on. Mm. So we'll see what happens. Well, good luck to I them. I mean, that's, that's interesting. 
Yeah, that's an interesting story. I mean, it's it's going to be interesting to see if other countries, you know, kind of take that um, that that um, that plan and see I'll what happens. Because, well, like over here in the United States, you know, a lot of the um, pharmacies they get more into health. They stopped selling cigarettes, like CVS. They stopped that about four or five years ago. So, I mean, you know, everything is yeah. being curbed or switched over. So, who knows? Yeah, but on the other hand, the tobacco industry is a major money maker. Oh, and yeah, they're not going to let anybody cut their legal. money. Well, sure, because marijuana is starting to become legal, so, you know, that too. So. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. I got the next one. We're going back to Georgia one more time, but this time it's a good thing. So in, uh, Georgia has got this new program. It's a pilot program where they're going to give hundreds of black women $850 a month Guaranteed money, no strings attached. And this is supposed to help tackle the financial instability, mental health, and the racial wealth gap. So I don't know how they're selecting these women, but the program is called In Her Hands. And like I said, they're giving them $850 every month, no strings attached, Oh, for up to 650 black women for two years. And it's launching early next year. They're distributing overall a total of $13 million, and they said it's supposed to be one of the largest guaranteed income pilot programs in the United States. So it's led by the Georgia Resilience and Opportunity Fund, which is a coalition of local elected officials and nonprofit organizations, and it includes participants that live in Atlanta and other parts of suburban and rural Georgia, who are near or below the federal poverty line. So mm-hmm. they're going to study how these kind of unconditional cash mm-hmm. transfers affect the financial and mental well-being of the participants. So they're going to give you the money. They're going to study, you know, I guess, how if it really brings the person up, you know, if it helps. Mm-hmm. Because eight fifty a month for somebody who's in poverty, if you're getting that money every month for two years, that's going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, I, there's, I, it sounds like a good program, but I, I just hope um, white folks they don't don't catch an attitude, be like, shit, we ain't getting no damn money. What the fuck is going on? You know. Well. So. I mean, we saw that with the black farmer money. You know, the federal government had money set aside to help black farmers, and the white farmers decided to get an attitude and to, you know, put up a fight and ended up putting the brakes on the black farmers getting that money. So we'll see. We'll see. We shall see. All right. it, there's been a few other places, you know, where they've done these types of programs, and they say it was successful. So I well, hope it works good. out for them. Yeah, if if these damn Republicans don't get their hands in this, in this, in this, you know, hopefully they won't be able to to reach or be able to touch that money, you know, which is yeah. But mm, I will say this, you know, they're they're mm-hmm. they're saying for up to 650 black women for two years. I wonder, would it be more beneficial to double the number of women and do it for one year? Hmm. Interesting. You know, just just saying. 
Instead of six fifty, right. what if you did like roughly thirteen hundred women and give them the eight fifty a month and do them all for one year? You're still spending roughly the same amount of money, but you're being you're that gives you the ability to help more people. Right. But anyway, just a thought. Moving on. Yeah. Why are you politicking the women? Give them their damn money. I just asked a question. <laughs> like, you know, always trying to cut motherfuckers. I'm trying to help more people. If you get an fifty, I'm saying instead of two years, why don't you do one year and give another six hundred and fifty women yeah, you sound like the Ma- money? You sound like McConnell. Come on. Man. Get away with that damn money. on the kiss it list. Oh, oh. Move on. What's the next uh, heading, quick? Um, it's, uh... <laughs> U.S. is diplomat uh, diplomatic boycott of the 2022 Beijing Olympics. Now, I'm still tripping out on how the hell it keeps going over there to Beijing, China, and all that. I, th- I think we got some, we in bed with them and something's going on. But anyway, um, it doesn't make the opening sense. Cer- yeah, the opening ceremony for the 2022 Beijing Winter Olympics are less than two months away, and some potential guests have already said they're not showing up. Uh, we're talking about the U.S. officials. <laughs> okay. The President uh, Joe Biden administrator said this week that it would not send U.S. government officials to the Beijing Olympics in protest of China's human rights violations, including its uh, abuses against the, um, oh, Lord, I can't even pronounce this, Uyghurs. Uh, and anti-democratic crackdown in Hong Kong. The United Kingdom, Australia, and Canada also said this week they um, will keep their um, delegations home. Wow. This uh, diplomatic boycott is in a full-on protest of the Games and won't prevent uh, athletes from participating in the 2022 Olympics. It won't affect the um, spectacle of the event all that much, and um, despite some pressure from uh, activists and human rights activists, corporate sponsors, a.k.a. the money behind it all, have been largely solid. Hmm. All of this makes the U.S. diplomat boycott, uh, quote-unquote, more symbolic than substantial. Um, a professor of political science and international relations at uh, Burknell University wrote in an email. Okay. All right. So, so we're still going, but I don't, I don't get it. I'm, I'm, I'm lost in this one. Yeah. Well, so what they're saying is it's a diplomatic boycott. So the athletes will still be there, but some of the, what, the Congress people or the political people, mm-hmm. they're saying they're going to sit it out? Yeah, but they 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 want they want to get the athletes involved and not going. But a lot of them people have been you know they've been practicing for four years. But they said it was yeah. a diplomatic boycott. The athletes are still going. Well, you got an option. Right. You know, you want to be alone with the world. You can do it if you want. But I'm mm-hmm. I don't think they will. But like you said, Kettle, I don't know why these mm-hmm. Olympics keep being all the way over in Beijing. I mean, they just. Yeah. You know, the Summer Olympics uh-huh. is there. Now that's here. I'm like, what the hell? And China is going through a COVID surge. So, yeah. I mean, maybe it'll I be better by there. then. No, I ain't going to wake up dead. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. I'm going to take a hard pass on that. 
I know that's right. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I just can't get into that. You got a lot going on over there, but we continue to go over there and, and, and support them, this Olympic stuff. Something ain't right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, something's not right in the fall. Something don't taste good. <laughs> so. Yeah. I don't know why they yeah. keep getting the Olympics over there. I don't know. Right. But it's going to be interesting to see if they really talk about it, you know, on the news and stuff. Are they going to really, you know, push this boycott, uh, diplomatic boycott? Just, just see what happens. So. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's see. Mm-hmm. All right, I got the last one then. Italy finds Amazon 1.3 billion with a B. Uh, this is out of Milan, Italy. Italy's antitrust authority on Thursday has fined Amazon 1.13 billion euros, which is 1.3 billion dollars accusing the company of exploiting its dominant position against independent sellers on their website, which, of course, is in violation of the European Union competition rules. So the fine is one of the largest that's been leveraged in Europe against Amazon, which expanded in particular in in Italy during the coronavirus lockdown that prevented, you know, residents from getting out the stores and getting things they need. People started buying more stuff on Amazon, and I guess Amazon capitalized on that. So now Europe has sought to rein in the big tech companies, most famously by slapping Google with a multi-billion dollar fine in three antitrust cases. And then uh, their whole push is gaining steam worldwide as regulators and lawmakers are taking on these uh, big companies over accusations from everything from stifling competition to failing to prevent harmful content from being on the platform. And that would be like your Facebooks and Instagram, that kind of stuff. So Amazon, of course, says that they strongly disagreed with the Italian regulator's decision and that they're going to appeal it. And they're calling the fines and the proposed remedies unjustified and disproportionate. And they said that uh, more than half of the annual sales from Italy are small and medium businesses that do have access to other channels to sell their goods. So basically Amazon is saying, look, y'all got options. So why are you whining? Why are you crying? It's not like we're making you put your stuff on our platform. You got other options. And the stuff you have sold on here, they're small and medium businesses. So we're not taking that big of a chunk. That's what Amazon is saying. So, you know, of course, Italy sees it differently, and they're saying that, you know, the whole thing with the logistics and how stuff gets fulfilled when you order stuff and the packaging and the shipping and all that, they're saying that it's harming the competitors in Italy and that Amazon is just strengthening their own position, which they probably are, and (laughs) Amazon is uh, being called out by Italy on the whole situation. So, you know, but this kind of stuff has been going on for like a long time. I think a lot of different countries are starting to see the issue with big companies like Google and Amazon, Microsoft, Facebook, and all of that because, you know, people start relying on them and then it gets to the point where people rely completely on them. So anybody else that was trying to compete 
you can't compete. You know, it's like if you're a mom and pop kind of situation with your business, you can't compete with a multi-billion dollar company. You know, they can beat you every which way but Sunday. So I guess Italy is basically saying enough is enough. You're not going to take it anymore. So they, they're pulling a trump. They're going to sue. It may not go anywhere, but they're going to sue. So we shall see if anything comes of it. But that's the hit it and quit it for this week. Uh, Kettle, did you have any comments on that before we uh, move on? No, no. Uh-oh. You guys covered pretty good. Thank you. Okay. I, I was going to say poor little Amazon, but that would be a lie. Because you're Amazon user, is that why? I just ordered uh, something from Amazon today, so I ain't even going to front. Oh, all right. <laughs> all right. Uh-huh. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're coming back with Kettle. And she's got the cocktail of the week, and it's going to be a good one on the Pajama Party Show. So don't you move. This is Papa Dee Dee. You're listening to the Pajama Party on WPJP Blog Talk Radio. If you have something to add to the conversation, give us a call right now at 914-803-4306. And press 1 to be entered into the queue. I want to hear from the men. So call me. Papa Didi. Don't let kettle and red wine scare you. Just call and talk to me. I got your back. Number again is 914-803-4306. Or go to heypajamaparty.com. I got to get back before they notice I was gone. So call me now. Hey, welcome back to John Party One Hills Papa DJ with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bones, why, darling? All right. It's time for Kettle and the cocktail of the week. Week, 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 week. What you got for us this week, Kettle? All right, special. All right. Well, I went and dug real deep on this one. I said, let me just try something different. So, this is called, excuse my uh, Spanish, but it's called Dos Madres 5 Plus 5 Rum. The uh, Dos Madres 5 Plus 5 Rum blends the higher Baja rum with the richer Guyana style and ages for five years in the Caribbean. Followed by five years in Jerez, Spain, and then it's shipped in cast barrels. Oh. Uh, the rich character of the five plus five is a wash with pleasant baking spices, vanilla, maple, coconut, chocolate, and dried fruits. Mm. So we're gonna make um, eggnog with this rum cocktail. So. We're um, going to use one ounce of Dos Madres 5 plus 5 rum, or you can use one and a half ounces, whichever you prefer. I prefer to use one and a half ounces. Uh, one ounce of uh, Grand uh, De Cue De Aba Brandy. 
uh, 0.5 ounces of Williams and Herbert dry sack cherry, one ounce of milk, and uh, 0.5 ounces cream, and one egg. Okay, we're going to make our eggnog. So we're going to chill a punch cup, add all ingredients to your shaker. You already over there, Papa? I hear that ice rattling. <laughs> you getting ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm actually drinking what you're really trying to talking about. He's stirring it up. Okay. Yeah. Add all ingredients in your shaker. Add two to three solid cubes of ice. Shake vigorously for 30 seconds or until uh, you can't hear the ice anymore. Strain into your chilled cup and garnish with some fresh grated nutmeg. So mm. the the rum, the, the best rum mm. for eggnog is dark with some cast-aged character exhibiting natural vanilla, baking spices, maple, and molasses. So... This is the cocktail of the week. This is the Dos Madre 5 plus 5. It's the Dos Madre 5 plus 5 rum uh, eggnog uh, recipe. Okay. We'll be on the website. Yep, 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 yep. That sounds like the perfect drink for a holiday gathering. Mm -hmm. That's why I chose it. I I, I, I figured you would like it, especially Papa. Something different, not the cognac or the whiskey, but this is a dark yeah. rum. I mean, and it's aged for that long, so you know it's nice and smooth. Okay. Well, thank you for that one, Kettle. That was a goodie. Woo! All right. Enjoy. Kettle brought that thing. Oh, my goodness. I can't wait to try that one. All right. We'll Uh-oh. make sure we get that up on the website. Cocktail of the Week, brought to you by D.C. Homegrown Entertainment, our parent company. All right, now we're going to give it over to Papa Didi. He's ready, fired up. What's popping? Oh, man, I tell you what, Bush. What's popping, Papa Didi? I just kind of feel today, in the world we live in today, all this uh, post, uh, it ain't even post yet because they ain't over, you know the whole COVID situation, I think it just kind of put the world on, on notice for a minute, you know. And then we were kind of seeing people's true sides, like we were talking about earlier about vaccinations, you know. Everybody is just like, it's not honest. I mean, it's almost, you know, it reminds me of when people when they aren't honest about vaccination. It reminds me of when you go to a pool party, you know, where you got a nice pool, you know, and and, and 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 especially if it's people of color, no disrespect to people of color, you ain't got but ten percent of jokers in the water. I've seen pool parties with hundred people, and maybe five in the water. You know, people that were bold enough to take the clothes off, people bold enough to get their hair wet, and people that just can't damn it swim. <laughs> but nobody's admitting what their 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 fault is or their shortcoming is with that pool. But they ain't messing with it. They sit on the side and look good as hell. Mm-hmm. And the more they can't swim, the further away they they're away from it. But well. but but the whole thing I'm saying in a nutshell is that uh, I, I just hope the world eventually develops a little more stronger honesty because, like I said earlier, between sports figures and everybody, you know, you got Aaron Rodgers, he's lying through his teeth about it. You got um, Antonio Brown lying through his teeth. You got the guy with the um, New Jersey Nets, Kyrie Irving, lying through his teeth about getting the vaccination, just lying. If you didn't get it, then be bold enough to say you didn't get it. 
a lot of now they're caught in a trick bag and backed into a corner and getting fined by the sports world because they were lying. I mean, if you didn't get it, why, why are you trying to play in the group that got it done and knowing you didn't get it done? You know, how many people have talked to people that, that you, you were, you, have, you know, the conversation kind of calmed down for a minute, whatever you're talking about, and uh, you ask them, are you vaccinated? Oh, oh, no, I'm not vaccinated. And here's the person you really consider your friend and that you're really close with, and you, you want to turn them and say, well, then what the hell are you waiting for? And you, and you the worst, the worst mask wearer amongst all of us. You always in everybody's face, you know, a little spit coming out of your mouth and everything that comes with being in somebody's face. So it's just, I don't know, it's just ugly. And I just hope that whatever uh, uh, different variants is out there, I hope it subsides after a while because it's going to have to subside because we as Americans can't can't let it subside because. We don't have the the patience or the you know the honesty or anything. So, man, if that if that was a killer bug, we all be dead. Really, I mean, it's just for real. We be dead, and it just go to show you going forward between the rocky politics we're dealing with and all the turmoil we're dealing with with people and Republican, Democrat, white, black, whatever, whatever. Man, just to, to sprinkle a little bit of COVID in there, it just. It's just a recipe for destruction, you know? And you think we would have learned in the past from tornadoes and hurricanes and earthquakes and things like that? We ain't, we ain't learned nothing. It seems like we just cannot learn. We can't learn. I mean, it's just amazing, man. I mean, God has thrown so many things at us, and we just seem to laugh it off. You know, acting like we can just get past it, get through it. And I don't know. I'm going to leave that alone, but... uh. Phew. Just just be careful. Be honest, you know? And take your ass out. They're doing it everywhere. CBS, Walmart, everywhere. They they're doing it. Just call up, make an appointment, whatever one you want, and just get it done. It's right there. And like you said, Kettle when it comes to the flu, my doctor had to convince me to get a flu. Man, he broke it down to me about a flu shot. I was like, Shit, right. sign me up. Because I was always like, nah, I don't want a flu shot. Just kind of said it, you know, on cue. And I'm still that person. But he said, like, he I said, don't need a flu shot. But he said, well, blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I said, damn. He said, which arm you want, left or right? So. Yeah. Yeah, he convinced me. And I'm I, still I'm working on that it. one. Mm-hmm. All right, well, thank you, Papa Didi. That's what's popping. And, mm-hmm. uh. You know what time it is? It's time to lighten it up. <laughs> lighten it up. Get to the weird news. We got some weird ones for you this week. Hang on tight. All right, Kettle. You're up yeah. first with the weird news. Uh-huh. Now give me this sex toy thing here. Okay. I see how y'all work. What um, you mean, y'all? Go ahead. Yep. Oh, the intern gave it to me. Okay, that's right. Um, That's the eyes out. Sex toy sponsorship was too racy for curling crowd. A Dutch sex toy company attempt to reach fans of the wholesome sport of curling led some broadcasters to cancel their live stream of a tournament that will determine the final uh, spot in the Beijing Olympics. Oh, shit, here we go. (laughs) Uh, excuse me. 
Local organizers of the Olympics qualifications event in the um, Netherlands said they were told that um, on ice ads with the easy toys name and non explicit logo were too much for the U.S. audience. Dutch media reported that the um, live stream was also canceled in Japan. So the USA Curling tweeted on Sunday that video of the Americans opening round match was not um, available due to an unforeseen sponsorship conflict with the local organization committee. Wow. Uh, and N- uh, NBC spokesman did not immediately respond to a question seeking an explanation for the decision. Easy Toys is a sexual, um, what's this, Penelia website that builds itself as the quote-unquote market leader in the Netherlands and Belgium could not be reached for comment. I guess not. Um, while the bulk of the men's, women's, and mixed doubles Olympic curling fields um, have already been filled, the tournament to determine the final spot in Beijing began on Sunday, um, about 90 minutes north of Amsterdam. Um, but Americans seeking the um, live stream on the World Curling uh, Federation website instead found a message that the broadcast were suspended due to an ongoing sponsorship rights issue. Everybody got a different story. And videos tweeted yeah. by the um, WCF uh, and elsewhere, the Easy Toys ad could be seen in four spots on the playing surface, and its name was printed along the hog line um, that determines where curlers must let go of the stone. Okay. <laughs> So they still got it in. I see. Yeah. I guess they paid for the ad, I guess, so they wanted to get it in. Yeah. Um, Wow. Mm -mm Okay. Interesting. Wow. Yep. That just blew me. They got it in. Well, if that one blew you, I got another one for you. You're about to get blown completely out your chair. I got one that says, man, I don't know where these people come from. A woman was reportedly caught trying to breastfeed her hairless cat on a flight. What is wrong with these people? An unidentified woman was reportedly caught breastfeeding her cat while on board Delta Flight 1360 from Syracuse, New York, going to Atlanta, Georgia, the woman refused to comply when flight attendants repeatedly told her to stop. Uh, the, the media outlet reported the origin of the whole messaging message of this incident was on what they call the Aircraft Communication Air Dressing and Reporting System, also known as the ACARS. According to a screenshot taken from the ACARS message, the Delta crew in Atlanta was alerted to the incident involving an insubordinate passenger seated in number 13A who was, quote, breastfeeding a cat and will not put the cat back in its carrier when requested. So the flight attendant who sent the message asked for Delta's security team, that's known as the Redcoats, to look into the situation upon landing. According to the article, Delta flight attendant Ainsley Elizabeth 
referred to the situation in a now-deleted TikTok video that was posted November 2nd. She went on to say, this woman had one of those hairless cats swaddled in a blanket so that it looked like a baby. The woman had her shirt up and was trying to get the cat to latch onto her breast. She wouldn't put the cat back in the carrier, and the cat was screaming for its life. Some people were absolutely stupefied. And then the security met the flight just to tell her that she couldn't do it again because it was weird and gross. And, of course, the airline's pet policy says you can keep your pets in a carrier, small pets, in a carrier beneath your seat during the flight. Delta does not prohibit women from breastfeeding during flights, but it is unlikely that the policy would extend to women breastfeeding animals. Hmm. I, I I just have nothing else to say. In what country was it? In? in America. This woman was flying from Syracuse, New York, to Atlanta, Georgia. What the? Say it for me, Papa Didi. She's a freak. <laughs> like what? She's a freak. Why are you trying to breastfeed your cat? She's a fucking freak. What the hell? Look, was the lady white? If it doesn't say, I already know she was, so. <laughs> yeah. I think that goes goes without even asking. So we're going to put her on the kiss it list, the breastfeeding Ooh. cat lady. That's some sick mm. stuff. I mean, who I'm does that? You, if I see some, some, some stuff like that on the plane, Look, let me out the back door. I don't care. We flying or not. Shit, I'm gone. Yeah, really. Let me out the emergency exit because we are in the twilight zone. <laughs> All right. Over to you, Papa Didi. What you got? I'm going to go one better on this. And oh, this Lord. Is, you uh, can tell that was. Yeah, this is over in um, Saudi Arabia. Oh, over 40, uh, It was 40 disqualifications from the uh, Saudi beauty contest. Now, this is a beauty contest with a twist. Because, see, over in Saudi Arabia, they use cows so much that they really brag about how how beautiful they are. So this is a camel beauty contest, okay? Mm. Saudi authorities yeah. have conducted uh, their biggest ever crackdown on camel beauty contests that where camels were receiving Botox injections to enhance their beauty on a beauty contest. Now, who the fuck shoots Botox in a camel what? to win a beauty contest? This is crazy. The state-run Saudi press agency reported Wednesday that over 40 camels were disqualified because, uh, you know, Botox is not allowed in the increasing of a camel's beauty. Whew, damn. That's insane. They don't want to get women's shit, but they fucking holding contests for, for camels. <laughs> Anyway, Saudi Arabian popular king uh, Azari Camp Azari Camel Festival was kicked off earlier this month. Invites the breeders of the most beautiful camels to compete for some sixty-six million dollars in prize money. Now they say some of the most beautiful camels. Now my question to America: When you look a camel dead in the face, do you see beauty? No, <laughs> I do not. What do you? I see something that will spit on you. Anyway, you don't move. But go they're on. claiming these are the most beautiful camels in the world, and the prize money is sixty-six million dollars. Okay, 
Wow. Okay, both Botox injection, facelifts, and other cosmetic alterations are not allowed and are strictly prohibited. Okay. They say that the juries, they base, the winner is based on the shape of the camel, head, neck, the hump differential, uh, the, what they dress them up in, and their posture. This is fucking crazy. <laughs> anyway, judges <laughs> at a month-long, what's that? Judges at a month-long Answer me one question. Did they have a bikini um, thing? No, nah, I ain't hear nothing <laughs> about bikinis. No, I don't think they put bikinis on them. Judges at the uh, monitoring festival, I mean, I mean, judges at the month-long festival in the in the uh, northwest desert of Saudi capital are um, escalating their their clampdown on artificial enhancement on camels. Officials are saying using specialized and advanced technology to detect tampering of a camel. All right, so it's crazy. So. Uh, I mean, I just, I never knew this was going on. I Who never knew, knew that was a thing. Well, you know, it just goes to show you that, you know, Saudi Arabians and uh, Red Dot Indians and people like that, they come over with all these different restrictions and different things that they like and, you know, don't test this, don't test that, don't look at my daughter too hard, all this other bullshit. But then they get back to their countries and they're, they're fucking, they're, they're got dressed. a camel pageant. Yeah, they're, they're dressed in a camel like a drag queen. Pajama Party Show. It's Friday night. PJs only. You know the rule. No clothes allowed. Relax yourself. We'll be right back. This is Beyonce. No! It's Friday night. So run and tell somebody that the Pajama Party is on right now, right here on WPJP Blog Talk Radio. Oh yeah, this is how we do it. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1 to get in on the conversation, or you can join us online at www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner. So if you want to give a shout-out, wish a happy birthday, hear yourself on the radio, or get your 15 seconds of fame, you need to call us right now on 914-803-4306 and press 1. How often do you get a chance like this? Hey, we're only on till 10 p.m. Eastern, so get on the phone and call us right now. We're waiting to make you famous, even if it is just for tonight. Don't be shy. Call 914-803-4306 and press 1. I'm going to stop by the bar, but I'll meet you back at the show. All right, welcome back to the John Party. One of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Ooh. All right, we got um, red wine coming up with, uh, I'm just saying. 
Well, thank you, Baba Didi. What are you talking about tonight? You know what? Tonight, I'm just saying, what were you thinking? I'm going to jump on these Republicans because I saw some wild stuff this week. And I'm going to talk about it. <laughs> this week I saw images of Christmas cards, okay? Because it is the holiday season. I saw Christmas cards posted by several Republicans posing with their families, nice pictures, you know, in front of the Christmas tree and all that. But all the family members were holding a variety of guns. They had all these guns, semi-automatic, shotguns, handguns, you name it. They had them, AK, whatever, whatever all those guns are. I'm just saying, what were you thinking? Why would you put that on a Christmas card and send it out? And they were all smiling, looking so happy. All the kids, even the kids had guns. Did they think that this was funny or cute to have your children, I mean young children, some of them, like, what? what's that crazy woman? Um, Lauren Boebert from Colorado. She was one of them, posing with her children. One of her kids looked like, that little boy looked like he might have been maybe eight or nine years old. This kid was holding some kind of automatic weapon that had a scope on it. Why would you put this in the hands of a child? I'm just saying, Really? Really, Lauren Boebert? What the freak is your problem? I mean, we all know you're crazy, but now we see just how crazy you are. Did you think that was cute? That's not cute. And with all the school shootings and the mass shootings that we've seen, not just over the year, but just recently, where was that last shooting? Was that in Detroit? Was that Detroit? It was in Michigan? I can't even recall now. It's like within the last couple of weeks. We just had a school shooting. How would you then turn around and pose with your family, your kids, with all these guns like that? This just tells me that these gun-toting Republicans love their guns more than they do the safety and the peace of mind of the people that they allegedly represent. That's what it tells me. The audacity to pose with guns, grinning. I mean, they all grinning, showing all 32, or is it 36, 32, 34, however many teeth we got. 32. Showing all 32 of their teeth. And then they add, she added, Lauren, uh, Lauren Boebert had some text on her picture that said, no spare ammo for you. I mean, she just goes in with this stuff. I'm just saying, these people are the biggest non-clue-having asses in the entire world, in the universe, in my opinion. Clearly, they don't see or realize that this kind of stuff could send a message to the people out there that have loose screws, the people out there that are teetering on the edge, that all they need is a little push to just knock them right over the edge to go do something stupid or something simple when they see these kind of photos. See, there are some people who don't need a lot, you know, to just take them over to that point, over to the edge, like I said. You would think that all these mass shootings would have taught them that, 
But I guess for people who cling so hard to their Second Amendment freaking rights, they can't see beyond that. All they can see is, I got a right to my guns. I love my guns. And that's all they can see. And they don't realize that you may have that feeling, but there are people out here who can't handle that. Like that uh, dude that, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kyle uh, Rittenhouse. Rittenhouse. People like him who got a hold of a gun and decided to act a fool with it and kill two people. He got away with it, but that's a whole other issue. But I'm just saying, you put these kind of photos out there and put it in a card. This is your Christmas card. Are you serious? This is your freaking Christmas card? You are a representative with the House of Representatives or the Senate, whichever one it is you are. How How is this okay? I just don't get it. I really don't. And then you put these guns in the hands of these kids. All I'm saying is wait until somebody picks on your kids at school and they decide to come home looking for one of these guns and make a bad decision to go kill somebody. Somebody picked on them, called them a name, said something they didn't like, and they decide, all right, I got guns at my house. I'm going to go get my gun. I'm going to go get my mama's gun, my daddy's gun, whatever. Then what you going to do? She's going to be looking real stupid, Lauren Boebert. When one of your little eight, nine-year-old kids go find that gun. It just it just boggles the mind that they think that this is okay. And you send these cards out with this ignorance that tells, it tells us everything we need to know about you, Lauren Boebert, and the other congressman. I can't think of his name right now. The two cards that I saw. This is Red Wine, and I'm just saying, what were they thinking? Clearly, they weren't. That's all I'm saying. Interesting. Okay. Lots of mic Wow. How you going to be posing with guns? A little eight-year-old boy with an automatic gun with a scope on it? Are you freaking serious? I don't oh, care yeah. if it was yeah. fake or real. The picture is the picture. Anyway. Yeah. Ooh. People on a different page. Obviously. Moving on. Okay, we can do that. Yeah, we'll take one. We'll take a quick break and we're coming. Yeah, regroup coming back with Papa Didi and Living for the City on the Pajama Party Show. You can call us if you like, 914-803-4306. If you're on the line, if you want to join the conversation, just press 1. We'll be right back. What's your opinion? We want to know on the late night adult pajama party. Call us now on 914-803-4306 and tell us if you agree or disagree or if you don't care one way or the other. If you've been waiting all week to tell somebody what's on your mind, now is your chance. Dial 914-803-4306 and press 1 to speak with the pajama party live on the air. To listen to the show online, go to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen banner on the top right. If you'd like to advertise your business with us, get in touch on www.apajamaparty.com. So call us now on 914 803 
4306 and press 1. We will get to you as quick as we can. Now, back to the Pajama Party Live. All right, welcome back to Pajama Party. One, you're Papa Didi and the Kettle. Yep. Yep. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. And it's time for Papa Didi and living for the city. Mm. What's going on in the city, Papa Didi? Well, I'll tell you what, I could, I could stay on the same subject you was on about the people, but I just don't get excited about it anymore because, you know, as uh, Maya Angelou said, when people show you who they are, you know, believe them. And I think we should understand it and take note of it and don't let it re- get a reaction out of us because we've been seeing it too long. And, and we shouldn't even be, you know, anybody can act like they got something going on as, as long as other people aren't doing it. And and we we don't do it because we've learned from people like Martin Luther King not to, you know, we're nonviolent. And we we showed us that that's a good practice because if if anybody knew how crazy white folks was, it was Martin Luther King. He knew just how crazy they were. He said, look, nonviolent, don't take a damn rock. Don't put a rock in your pocket because in these southern states, if they if they see any kind of gun or knife, they're already hitting us over the head and, and spraying water and sicking dogs on us. If they see any kind of weapon, they'll just bash our head like it ain't nothing and have a valid reason to do so. So in order to roll nonviolent is the best the best method because he knew just how crazy they were. But getting back to what you were saying there, Red Wine, your piece uh I just think that we just need to stop getting excited about it and just take notes of it and see where they are with it. Because anybody can always show off when they think, and all they do, all white folks are doing is thinking now. They think that they got more than we do armament-wise when it comes to guns and all that jazz. And that's why they act the way they do, because anybody that thinks they have a dominant force on them is, uh, you know, one person just gonna, you know, not not be not be part of it, and and that's where it is right now. They think that, you know, whether it be black folks or Democrats, or whatever, don't 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 talk the gun game. So they talk the gun game, but if we were to go ahead and get guns, then the gun talk would would quiet down, because mm-hmm. now somebody got a gun pointing at you, back at you, or sending out a crazy Christmas card like you. It takes somebody to do something like you in order to realize just how stupid you're doing what you're doing. You know, like, give example, the lady who's hosting Saturday Night Live tomorrow, uh, what's her name, Billie Eilish? Mm-hmm. Now, Billie Eilish, um, she was known for wearing, like, the, the green hair and the, the little outfits, the little, you know, baggy stuff all over or whatever. And then all of a sudden, her her uh, she went to the, the Met Gala, you know, and she was all dialed up, you know. She was. Titties hanging out and all kind of shit, okay? So the people that were following her, they're still in that little covered area where they're covering everything and wearing baggy stuff and green hair, but Billy Ice cleaned herself up at that Met Gala. You know, she was actually looking like a little pretty-ass woman. Sexy as hell, and I'm sure all her little followers was like, "What the hell? Where's the baggy pants? Where's the green hair? I'm dropping you. I'm not following you anymore." You know, and that's how it gets when you when you change up, and that's how these jokers, the Republicans, just said they are. They they're they only doing what they're doing because the other side is not doing it, so they think they're doing something strong. 
But next year, if the Democrats start sending out shit with better guns, stronger guns, better pictures, because in life, everything gets better. That's why if you're going through divorce or something like that, don't worry about taking no furniture and none of that shit, cars, nothing like that, because everything gets better. Houses get better. Furniture gets better. You know, cars get better. So if you want to leave somebody with divorce, just leave them. Fuck all the merchandise. Who the fuck argues over a goddamn sofa? You know what I mean? Please. It's got a bunch of fart prints in it. <laughs> anyway, but like I said, with, with the situation that Red Wine, Red Wine was talking about, let's just stop getting excited about it because they have already shown who they are, which gives you now a better observation of them. You, We see what kind of guns we, they got. They want a civil war, so we already going to civil war. Get a bigger damn gun. You showing us what you got? Okay, I'm going to get a bigger one. I'm going to get a damn bazooka, you know, or whatever, you know. But I'm not making jokes, but... uh. Anyway, we know who they are. They showed us who they are, but don't get don't even get a rise. All they want is a rise out of people. Anyway, that's it. As you stir your drink. <laughs> this is some. Uh, this is some nice rum. Uh, what's it called? Uh, El Dorado rum. I got a little bit. Of ba- I got a little Bailey's in here. I got some eggnog. This stuff is slowly, you know what I mean? Mm-mm. This is like, you you know, you put something in the bloodstream. Oh, boy. Shit. Okay. Slowly. Mm. So Papa Didi will be fading a little bit. Damn. Okay. <laughs> You're getting it either, that or, either, yeah. that or, either that or going to a club. Uh-oh. One or two. You're going to hit the club. All right. Um, Everybody on the club. What's that song? Everybody on the floor getting tipsy. I forgot it now. All right. Keep it moving. Uh, wrap up. You ready to go to Hollywood Cattle? No, oh, come on with it. All your ducks in line there? All right. She said, come on with it. All right. Hollywood. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba Hollywood. All right. All right. Take it away there. Kettle, what you got going on? Top story. As everybody's been talking about Jesse Smollett, but Dave Chappelle, he's acting like an ass. Dave Chappelle joked Uh about Jesse Smollett, and I'm like, come on, Dave, come on, y'all. I mean, mean, Chappelle went on uh, to uh, imitate a mock interaction between Smollett and the police officer taking the report about the incident. And you guys just have to check it out on, on YouTube or whatever you guys watch. But, I mean, come on now, Dave Chappelle. You got your ass in hot water before, and then you're going to start this shit again. But um, <laughs> as everybody knows, um, Jesse Smollett, man, he's almost 40 years old. He was found guilty of five of the six charges that he lied to police about being the target of a hate crime, uh, which he orchestrated to raise his celebrity profile. He claimed that two men had attacked him in January 2019 near his home in Chicago. The attack alleged entailed the use of racial slurs, and he claims that the men tied rope around his neck. Come on now. Now, when you see him and the police go to his home, wonder why would you report uh, something that happened in the street in your home, for one, and then you still have the noose around your neck when the cops get there? That just doesn't make any damn sense to me. <laughs> that was crazy. That's 
So I think that to me it was just a ploy for him to get some attention because he wasn't making enough money at uh, Empire, and you know that's 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 what that's how that went down. So just crazy. Um, also, Portia Williams. She recently gave more insight into her romance with R. Kelly. Hmm, a lot of people didn't know. Uh, she has a new book that came out. Mm-hmm. After the disgrace, Singer became convicted on the racketeering charges in September. You know, he's going to jail for at least about 10 years at least. Um, the Real Housewives of Atlanta star admitted that Kelly was her ex. Throughout Williams' book, which is called The Pursuit of Portia, she provided um, uh, details, you know, talking about um, allegations, um, about sexual abuse and things like that that our, our Kelly had done. So I'm like, okay. But, you know, I guess if you read her book and listen to the things she talks about, she kind of had been in, in abusive relationships um, periodically. So our Kelly was not the only one. But um, it, to me, it sounds like it's a good read. So hey, I'm not a reader of a book. If, if it becomes a movie, I'll watch it. As far as reading oh, a book, boy. Happen. But it sounds pretty interesting, though. You know, some things that she went through and everything. But uh, you know, we'll see. Um, also, um, our man Sidney Poitier—he's back in the news. Uh, Life story to be a new Broadway play called Sydney, the legendary oh. life of a award-winner actor, filmmaker, activist, and human rights trailblazer. Sidney Poitier is set to be a new Broadway play. And it's going to be produced by Juan Gilliard, um, Portier's daughter. She's a filmmaker, Anita Porter, and um, also Barry uh, Cross. Um, so Sydney it dramatizes Mr. Portier's life from his upbringing. Um, he was raised um, in the islands, Bahamas, um, to the rise to become America's most revered actor and activist. Um, I mean, hey, he had a, he had a good career, a long span. Um, I think it's going to be a pretty interesting play. I mean, they got the top-notch playwright, Charles Randolph Wright. So, um, yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, he's going to get in there and do his thing. So I'm like, okay, that's what's up. Um, did anybody watch uh, the movie Magic Mike? Anybody ever seen that with um, Tatum O'Neill? I mean, with uh, you know, uh, I've seen I've seen Tatum parts guy. of it. I've never seen the whole thing. Well, Tangie Newton, which I'm surprised, has signed up to star alongside uh, Channing Tatum in the Magic Mike's Last Dance. Um, so Magic Mike Films, which was loosely based on Tatum's experience as a stripper in Florida, which I didn't really know, has been hugely successful as a box office. Wow, okay, didn't know. Oh. Um, the script has been written by Tatum's professional partner, Reed um, Carroll. <laughs> Um, so uh, it just doesn't seem like her, her type of line of work, Tansy Newton. She's like a serious actress. I'm like, yeah. okay, but Magic Mike just seems like I don't know. So the first Magic Mike came on a couple of days ago. I should have checked it out to see if it was worth watching. So we'll see. We'll see, Tansy, what you're gonna. You know, I'm quite sure she's gonna bring something good to the table, but we'll see. Um, did you guys watch um, Different Strokes um, with Kevin Hart? They said he he did his thing. Kevin Hart Different now strokes. he wrote. Yeah, yeah he, I heard he about did, it. Um, but... Right, he did the uh, live version. Uh, Different strokes. You know, uh, Kevin Hart. He was Gary Coleman. 
um, in the special library. Oh, I didn't see that. Different Strokes, which gave American pop culture the phrase, <laughs> what you talking about, Willis? I mean, that was my favorite line. I like that. Um, the show yeah, debuted I heard about in that. 78. Yeah, it, it debuted in 78 and ran for eight seasons. I thought it ran longer than that, but only eight seasons. Um, also, um, Damon Wayans and um, um, John Lithgow, they um, also played in it. Um, I saw Snoop as well. I think he played the brother, Snoop Dogg. He was on there too, so they had a array of stars on there. So I mean, like just check it out on um might be on Hulu or something like that, you could probably check it out. Yeah. Um, Wendy Williams, she's back in the news. They they said her show was gonna come back in twenty twenty two. Um, she's not coming back herself, but um they're gonna have um uh, hosts like Fat Joe, Remy Ma, they hosted a couple of times. Michael Rappaport, wow. yeah, Kim Whitley, um, Finesse Mitchell, and Sherry Shepard. Um, mm. So they, they you know, people. they're gonna, get, yeah. So it's it's gonna continue on, and I do notice that they show her uh, pictures from time to time. That hey, this is still quote unquote the Wendy Williams show. So um, don't get it twisted. So you know. Sure. Um, okay. so, yeah. yeah, William Wendy Williams um, goes way back. Yeah, she does. She does. Way She's done a back. lot. She's been also, doing gossip. Oh my god. For a long time. I don't know if yeah, you guys yeah. know about um Nick Cannon's son, unfortunately his last son, his I think sixth or seventh uh baby. He passed away this past week. His wow. name was um Zen Cannon. Um, you know, but a lot of people are criticizing Nick Cannon for going back on the air. I mean, he said he wanted to be, quote-unquote, around his, uh, I guess, TV family. He wanted to not be at home and soaking and, you know. But uh, yeah. little man, he passed away, I think it was a brain tumor, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, yeah. yeah. How, you handle, how you handle your mooring, mooring is your business, you know. People, right. Some people want to go to work, you know. I mean, that's just their business. I understand that completely. Yeah, that's their thing. Also, did you guys um, see the People's Choice Awards? Um, that was um, pretty decent. Um, yeah, I, think, I always um, like the People's Choice Award. I think it's a fair. I think it's a very fair uh, award show. Oh, sure. Yeah, the people, the, the people vote. Um, Halle Berry, she took home the Icon of 2021 Award. Um, yeah. uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson received the People's Champion Award. Also, Kim uh, Kardashian took uh, to the stage to accept the Fashion Icon Award. And really? Christine Aguilera took home the um, PCA First Ever Music Icon Award. And uh, she sang her ass off. She did pretty good, as usual. I mean, you know. But uh, it was interesting to see that The Rock, he pulled away with uh, about three awards. And uh, your boy, um, Diesel, he was in the same categories, and I don't think he won Jiggity Jack, and that's what the hell he did. So that's just my Yeah, that's opinion. why they were fighting, because he was <laughs> Rock was always more popular than him. He thought he was a shit until The Rock came on that set, and everybody yeah, was falling over on The Rock. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, just to name a few um, awards, um, Dwayne Johnson, he won for the uh, movie Jungle um, Cruise. He was best male star. Female um, star was um, Scarlett Johansson with the Black uh, Widow, um, and um, this is a prize. I have to see it. The drama movie star was um, Kevin Hart um, in Fatherhood. I have to see that. Um, yeah, that was good. But that, 
Yeah, okay. Well, that was and up Bru- against, um, Bruise is good also. Holly Berry's movie, Bruise, I saw that the other day. I night. haven't seen either one of them. Yeah, that's, oh, okay. that's okay. really good. Yeah, it's very yeah. good. I love well, it. Well, that was that was her uh, directorial debut, so um, yeah, that was interesting. I love it. So I have, I have to check good it out. Movie. So, and uh, last but not least, um, um, they're bringing back Barney. Barney the pur- the purple dinosaur. Oh Lord. Barney. And, uh, Barney, the guy that's playing the purple dinosaur, is the guy that played in Judas and the Black Messiah, Black Panther, Get It Out. He is oh really? Really? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I thought he went out. I thought Barney. Okay. I thought Barney went away because somebody said he was gay and he was naked underneath his costume or some crazy stuff. Is that, is that why Barney went away? That was probably an internet hoax. Yeah, that was weird. Probably. So. That was weird. But uh, yeah, that, so so that guy. So I, 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 it's gonna be interesting to see. But anyway, that's my Hollywood wrap up. Okay, that was interesting. I wonder if he's still gonna have that goofy laugh. Hmm. <laughs> hey, you know what, Joe? While we got a, a second, I want to debate something around the table for one one more thing, and it has to do with a Hollywood situation, I guess. But uh, I'm, I'm gonna throw my opinion out there first. I, I saw an interview with, uh, which is old news, as far as um, Tiffany Haddish and Common breaking up. You know. And I think the interview that Common had, I think he was so full of crap. I think, oh, my God, he was so full of crap. I mean, he's talking about, you know, because he's talking about, well, she had her career, I had my career. You know, me being a military man, especially being a Navy man, you know, you can go out to sea for six months and and leave your significant other, you know, back, back back at home while you're at sea. And even people overseas in the military go away for a long time and they manage to keep their stuff together, you know, and all that stuff about, well, she was here, we were there and all that. I think that was a cop out. And, and I, I'm, I'm totally in agreement with Tiffany. It's just my opinion. I just think that Tiffany has with everything she's been through, she's ready for a relationship. And I think common still wanted to fucking play the, play the role. He wanted to go away on his little hiatus with making his movies, tap some ass and do what he was doing until he gets it out of his system. But I think what's going to happen to Common is the same thing that happened to Chris. What's his name? Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. Chris Brown with Rihanna. Look at Rihanna now, and look at Chris Brown now. Remember, he oh, wow. smacked her away. Get out of my face. Beat her face all up and shit, and all that stuff they went through. But look at Rihanna mm-hmm. now. Okay. Oh, I mean, you gotta watch. I mean, that's just my opinion, though. You know, I just wow. think that Common's full of crap. He wasn't ready for that. He got some playing him. He hangs out with your boy. What's his name? Uh, the brother that sang LeBron. the song. You know your boy. Uh, Legend. Oh, John Legend. 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 No, he's, he's, he's messing with John, John Legend and all them boys. Yeah, and Legend just got a resident thing in, in Vegas. So he's hanging out. You know what I mean? I think it's too much coochie. It was, coochie was hanging like, you know, strange fruit. And, and Common can't get enough of it. That's my opinion. Anyway. Okay. I'm leaving alone. All right. Well, you can go ahead while you're talking and tell us about the kiss it list. All right. First one is common. Let's put them on the list. Well, you got to tell us what it is. Oh. All right. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Kiss it list is people to show their butt 
And the uh, first person I want to put on the kissing list is Common. Common. Okay, He's got it. He's full of crap that he gave this interview. Well, you know, well, you know, we, our, our careers was, you know, and because a few months ago, she was sincerely saying that it's still a work in progress. He said, well, uh, well, well are you in love? Well, I'm in, I'm in love with him, but it's a work in progress. I saw a headline where he said, we weren't feeding the relationship. Oh, come on with that philosophical like, bullshit. Yeah, okay. Write that philosophical shit when you're trying to win an Oscar. <laughs> when you're in a relationship, keep it the fuck real. Anyway, common, big time. Let's put them up on the yeah. top there. Um, I got Lauren Boebert, uh, the representative that posted the Christmas card, and the other one, the other Republican, who I can't remember his name. Christmas card with Christmas guns. Christmas cards with the guns. Guns. And Everybody in the picture. It was like six people in the picture. That should family. be illegal to put a and gun in the And they all had guns in their hands. To prove what? I don't understand. But what all the, of them are on the They're scared to death, I tell you. They're scared of something. Uh... Also, the lady on the uh, plane that was trying to breastfeed her cat oh, shit. on the kids' what? list with your nasty, crazy She needs self. a technic shot. She needs a psychiatrist. And what about Saudi Arabia? <laughs> Saudi Arabia dressing up the camels. Yeah. I wonder what they do to stop all that funk from coming out of their buttholes. They probably got some de- designer. But camels can spit. They have this thing. They would just out of the blue just put toy, and they don't care. Yeah. Anyway, I've got Georgia. The people that were involved in that um, slavery farm yeah. ring. I believe it. I believe it. Whoever the people were involved in that, you're on the kiss it list. I believe it. I'm telling you, Georgia is still the South. Yeah. No matter what you do. Oh, oh Atlanta, hot Atlanta, hot Atlanta. Yeah, okay. Turn, go three blocks down the street and turn a corner and drive five miles. You'll you'll go you'll run to a Klan rally. There you go. And let's not forget the Cancun Beach gangsters. No, oh, please, I would have been. The people from a jet ski. Since I heard the first shot, I've been there packing my bags and calling the damn Uber or Lyft to take Absolutely. my ass to the airport. Um, Mitch McConnell, Good just boy. for being Mitch McConnell. Uh, the Georgia Election Board, all of those shenanigans they're doing, trying to knock off all the black people and mm. make the election board predominantly white. So you know that white. sister running for governor, she's serious. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why they're doing that. They're trying to set this stuff up now to get ahead of the election. Y'all mm-hmm. better watch them. It's some yeah. slick ones. You're right. Slick. Yeah. Uh, do we have anybody else? Mm. Roger Goodell. Trump. Oh, yeah. I that. All the yeah, Trump people have been refusing to cooperate with the January 6th investigation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's that guy, Julian Assange, the WikiLeaks dude? You're on the kiss it list. Mm. What? You been all around? I don't know. They said they were supposed to be able to extradite him, but we'll see. Do mm-hmm. you have anybody else? Oh, I got one more. All of the people who spread misinformation on the Internet, whatever platform, regarding the vaccination and COVID-19, you're on the kissing list. And the people I was in the the waiting room to get get my shot today with, them (laughs) jerk-offs making all kinds of excuses, please. Yeah. 
and the little little young Asian girl that that got cold feet and left. Yeah, that chicken. I'm leaving. I'm not. I'm trying not to get it. Not, not, not to get it. And I'm looking at my vaccination card. I got my first shot back in March. And she decided not to get her first shot. And here it is, December. I said, girl, your ass is so late, it ain't even funny anyway. Yeah, it was a mess. So, Chicken. what we got for them? All right, we got a special gift for everybody on this week's Kiss It Listen. Kiss here it is. my entire My ass. You can just All right, welcome back to John Party. One of your hosts, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Well, we're about to wrap it up. We're down to the last word. Mm-hmm. Kick it, Papa Didi. You know, one more thing I'd like to say on that comment in uh, old girl's uh, relationship. Did you, uh, Kettle, did you see the show or the movie, well, not the movie, the series, uh, The Last OG? Yeah, I've seen, I've seen bits and pieces, yeah. Yeah. Did you see some of the outfits that uh, Tiffany Haddish Tiffany was wearing that? Because oh, yeah. she was like, she was an executive. Them outfits uh-huh. she was wearing was boss. I mean, oh, she was sure. wearing some of the nicest clothes. And like mm-hmm. I said, I think I think um, your boy's still trying to. He's trying to sow his oats. Mm-hmm. And they never mm-hmm. even, when you so, when you go out to sow your oats, you never when you come back, stuff ain't never, never the way you left it. They're going to be surprised where she ends up, you know, if I don't find her ass first. Anyway, uh, I just want to say just uh, be careful out there, you know, um, just be careful out there. Driving and everything, the streets are crazy, you know, the sidewalk is crazy, everything is crazy. The malls, you never know who's doing what. It's crazy out there. And get, get your vaccine. Just go get it. Don't worry about your friends you hang with, your little group you hang with. Stop that. That's what people are doing, too, all these little groups. Well, now my girlfriend's got it, so I'm not going to get it. Please, call somebody. Everybody's doing it. CVS, Walmart, Walgreens. They're all doing it, you know? Anyway. All right. Well, my last word is these Christmas cards with these Republicans and their whole family holding a gun. Mm. It's ludicrous, ridiculous, disrespectful, ignorant. And I can't think of any other adjectives I want to use Imagine how the kids are growing up. But, yeah, I'm saying, like, you're doing this to your children now. You don't realize the damage that this could do, not just to your family, but the people who see it. The kids just got killed Because there's some people that are mentally disturbed out here. They see that and go, oh, yeah, that is a good idea. Let me go get me a semi-automatic with a scope. You know, I'm just saying, you got to be more in tune Human. with 
what's going on around you. School shootings, all of that happening. This yeah. is not the time yeah. to pose with a gun. Yeah, that's Your true. whole family. You know, as they say, read the room. Read the, the freaking room. What is wrong with y'all? Anyway, my last word is don't do what they do. Do what makes common sense. Common and that's all I'm saying. Over to you, Kevin. What's your last word? Oh, boy. Like, you, like I said, it's a lot going on. I don't know if this, they spraying something in the air or the pandemic has really effed us up. But from driving to walking to uh, airplanes, people are just losing their freaking mind. You know, I'm out here on the road early in the morning. If I'm Ubering or something, people are just driving crazy on the highway. Crazy. Um, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. And yeah. it's just not enough compassion or kindness or anything anymore. We just, I don't know. It's just crazy. This is a crazy world we're living in right now, so be safe. Um, get your vaccinations. Um, if it's flu shot, whatever. It's, it's, it's a lot of shots folks need. And uh, take care of yourself. You know, be healthy. Eat eat well. Live well. Get the proper rest. Just, just do the right thing for self. And I think everything else positive will come your way, you know. So that's my last word. Rest is important. Okay. What were you going to say, Papa D? I'm just saying the rest is important. Oh, yeah. I just feel like there's just, like you said, Kettle, there's so much going on. And I think sometimes we get caught up in the wrong stuff. We get focused mm-hmm. on the minutia, and we lose sight of the big picture. I think we really need to pay attention to that. You know, with the uh, Christmas holiday being, what, two weeks? Or two weeks, something? exactly. Two, two weeks, weeks exactly. away. I just mm-hmm. want to say to people, please don't lose your mind on one day of the year. You yeah. know, don't get sucked up into the commercialism of it. If you want to give people things, do it because it's from your heart, not because the commercials tell you you have to. Don't use your bill money to do stuff that you can't afford. Just whatever. If you're going to do it, do it from what you can afford. Do it from the heart. Yeah, don't use your grocery money, your bill money, Mm -hmm. your car note money. I mean, come on. Go to Walmart first. You know, all the people that you see set out by January, people's furniture on the curb, that's because they went went crazy over Christmas. Don't do that. Don't run up all your credit cards trying to give people a bunch of stuff that they don't need. Don't do that. Yeah. You know, let's use some wisdom. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I ain't just trying to be Grinch. I'm saying just be wise. I agree. I just want to make an announcement to all my friends out there. You know, a $100 gift card will be suffice for me. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, Papa Didi's collecting gift cards. All right. Well, I guess that's about it. If we don't have anything else, it's time to say good night, and we're gonna get on out of here. Papa Didi said he's trying to get to the club tonight, so. All right. Go ahead and do what you do. I got people to see, so I'm gonna go ahead and go see my people, and I'm sure Kettle got something to do. 
So we're going to thank everybody for hanging out with us. And uh, we're going to say good night. And uh, is next, no, next week's not the holiday, right? Yeah, we got one more week yeah, before the, the holiday. Weekend. Okay. One more week before the holiday. So uh, you're going to say good night, Papa Didi? Yeah, good night, everybody. All right. Say good night, Kevin. Good night. And this is Red Wine saying good night until next week when we do it all over again with a whole nother set of entertaining information for you. Uh, we appreciate you all. Thanks a lot. Peace. We're out. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arabatechi, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Dabi Ko. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night.